0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wiser Financial Advisor Show with Josh Nelson, where we get real, we get honest, and we get clear about the financial world and your money. This is Josh Nelson, founder and CEO of Keystone Financial Services. Let the financial fun begin. First of all, I wanted to tell you there's some exciting news, and that is that this month is the third birthday of the Wiser Financial Advisor. It's been a great opportunity to meet a lot of great people for some of our guests. Thank you for being on the show. Also to be able to cover a lot of topics that our clients and our friends really want us to cover, things that people are maybe confused about, maybe would like some more information on. And it's also an opportunity for us to get to know some of our future clients better. In fact, we've had several people that have mentioned that they actually had listened to the podcast as a way to get to know us and get to know me as their financial planner and that was one of the deciding factors that caused them to reach out to us and move their financial relationship to us. So my role, I'm a certified financial planner and people in my role, they call us different stuff, right? We get called financial advisors, financial consultants, investment advisors, financial planners. There's a lot of different terms for that. And it's important to really define who it is that you're talking to and what are they actually doing? Are they just providing investment advice? Are they an insurance salesperson? Are they somebody who's really doing comprehensive planning, which is what we do? We call comprehensive planning the holistic planning that allows us to look at all areas of your financial situation and really make sure that your financial plans are aligned with your goals, your objectives, your dreams, the things that are important to you. And that's a lot of what we're going to talk about today. But before we do that, I did want to just reflect back on the last three years of the podcast three years ago, this was just a dream. It was actually kind of daunting thinking about all the details that go into producing a weekly podcast to not only provide the uh, content to be able to talk about stuff, but also to be able to arrange interviews, guests, to understand the technology. That's something that was a big learning curve. And it actually was great because we got to learn a lot in the process. And we actually got to engage with a lot of new people, a lot of new friends and people that we got to connect with along the way. So that has certainly been fun. I do want to just thank you, thank all of our listeners for your support, your engagement. A lot of you, I know, listen to every episode. You tell me that, which is great. Others just pop in now and again. Other people have, and thank you for this, a lot of people have used this as an opportunity to introduce their friends, their coworkers, their family members to us. Simply because it's a little bit of a soft introduction. It's a little bit intimidating. I can imagine if I was somebody out there and was thinking about talking to a financial advisor, there's a little bit of trepidation there. You're actually talking about stuff that's pretty personal. Most people don't know how much money you make, how much you've got in investments, or how far, or maybe not far enough you are in the process, maybe not as far as you wanted to be along the way. But really, it's been an opportunity for a lot of people to introduce us to their So please continue to do that. Of course, we always appreciate it when you click on subscribe on your favorite podcast service. So today we're going to talk about the connection between your life priorities and your finances. And maybe that's kind of a lofty term, life priorities. Think of it as your values, the things that are important to you. Oftentimes, I don't think people are very thoughtful, and that's not criticism, but people are just busy. We've got so many distractions in our lives between business, professional stuff, kids' sports, activities, maybe it's charitable stuff that you work on or other organizations that you're involved in, friends, travel. There could be all kinds of different distractions out there. So it's getting more and more difficult to think about what our priorities are, what are our most important things, and then aligning our money with that, making sure that our financial decisions, the things that are important to us, actually line up with how our finances are organized. So that's one thing I wanna cover today is just your own values and thinking about what those would be around money. And there's no right or wrong here. Everybody that is listening to this and myself, we've all been raised differently. So there are all kinds of different influences that we had along the way that have kind of resulted in our value set. So it's important to recognize, first of all, that your personal values are not something that somebody else can define for you. And then using the financial planning process to kind of organize everything around that. Oftentimes what we find is that people want to kind of do this popcorn style and that they kind of look at their 401k, their investments, they look at their insurance, their estate planning, and they put it all in these different boxes. As a certified financial planner, again, we do comprehensive planning. I don't think that way. That's why this is so fun because everything is connected. I can tell you from 24 years doing this, thousands and thousands and thousands of conversations that I've had with individuals about their money out their values is that everything is interconnected. There is nothing that is in the financial world that doesn't connect to something else. And so it's important that you really recognize that, that you can't put things in different boxes and Expect that they're not going to impact other things. So, for example, any decision that you would make around your income taxes could very well have an impact on your cash flow and your retirement planning, maybe about your estate planning. Also, when it comes to personal development, when I consume personal development content, whether that's at a seminar or reading a book or listening to a podcast, that's really what I'm after, is I'm after somebody who can help me think differently. And as a financial planner, that's my job, basically is to ask good questions and help people uncover these things and then putting some strategy around it. Right? Once we know what's important, then it gets a lot easier to actually plan around that Personal development is a great way if you haven't done some examination on this stuff about your own values. There's all kinds of different uh, tools and tactics. Again, most of it's free out there, YouTube, podcasts, and things like that. But there's also a lot of great seminars you can go to. I had the opportunity years ago to actually go to uh, Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within event at that event for those of you who have been there or heard about it the first night when you're there and we're talking about tens of thousands of people by the way usually these are stadium events people have the opportunity to walk on fire The fire walk actually is a great metaphor for getting through things that we're scared of, being able to open up possibilities and understand that maybe something that we're afraid of or don't have clarity on actually is very possible to do. All kinds of different things. You don't have to walk on fire necessarily, but I always recommend personal development as a way to uncover some of this stuff. And again, working with a certified financial planner, we are trained to ask good questions and help you figure that out. Uh, That would be really the connection between your life values and finances. Now, the steps, right, as far as if you're looking for a little bit of framework. And again, Tony Robbins, other people can help you do this as well. But I did want to give you five things to think about today with regard to figuring out what's important and figuring out where you want to be. Number one is reflecting on your values and priorities, but also in order of priority. Sometimes some things are more important than others. For example, for myself, my kids are really important. My kids, my wife, uh, my family life is really, really important. Could I be more successful business-wise or make more money, things like that? If I spent less time with my family, absolutely, I certainly could. But would that make me happy? Would that align with my values? No. I am really clear on that as far as that being a really, really important rock in my life. And that doesn't mean that my business, and my clients aren't important, but they're not more important than my family. Number two is to create financial goals that reflect these values and financial goals. You could also use the word targets because you might be way away from retirement, for example, and you may have no idea when you're actually gonna stop working, but I think it is valuable to set some targets. Those targets can always move, we can always adjust over time, but if we don't have any kind of a target, how do we know if we're gonna hit it, or how do we come up with a strategy, right, that gives us a really high likelihood of hitting those targets? Creating financial goals, doing the math, actually attaching some dollar amounts, some timeframes to these things, and then, you know, reflecting, looking back and saying, does that match up with my values? Does that really reflect with what's what's most important to me? Number three, develop a budget and a spending plan that supports your goals or your targets, especially if you're not on track, if you figure out or just feel like you're not on track with where you want to be. And you could be at any point in life, by the way, you could be just starting out, maybe you just got out of college, you're just entering the workforce Maybe you have been retired for a long time, so you could be on either end of the spectrum and still feel like maybe you don't feel good about where you are financially. So that's a great time to go back, develop a budget, develop a spending plan that makes sure that the most important things are happening. And sometimes when we do that exercise, and I've done that myself, my wife and I have gone through this exercise, going back through kind of spending where money has been going and and we really start to think about it. Sometimes there's stuff that you just eliminate because it maybe isn't as important as what you originally thought. One pro tip on this, by the way, is that every organization on the planet Would love for you to subscribe to whatever their plan is where you're paying monthly, whether that's an app you buy or a gym membership, anything like that. Everybody's trying to get you to to sign up for a recurring plan. And oftentimes those aren't huge dollar amounts. Planet Fitness is famous for that. They have a $10 a month gym membership and they have for years. So it's kind of funny that... The reason why that's so successful and you say, well, gosh, they never increase their price, but the reason why is nobody ever cancels. So they have a very, very high retention rate. And do, do all those people actually go to the gym and use their services? Heck no. Very, very, very small percentage of people actually show up on any kind of regular basis. So essentially Planet Fitness is almost getting that $10 a month for free, right? They're not having to deliver anything for it. So just recognize that when you go through your own bank statements and things and looking for those recurring. charges charges. Kind of think, is that really important to me anymore? That could be some low hanging fruit to eliminate some cost and maybe open up money that could be used elsewhere. Number four, uh, invest in ways that align with your values. So sometimes we call that ethical investing. Sometimes that makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't. I throw that out there simply because some people, and I'd say most people, most of our clients just look at it from a dollars and cents standpoint. They look at their investment strategy and say, hey, I'm I'm here to make money. And I can tell you that from our standpoint at A Keystone, that is our priority, is making sure that you're making money, doing the best that we can. In other words, to get you the highest return that we can for the risk level that is comfortable from you. But also thinking about, are there ways, though, with your investments that it could line up with your values? One way that a lot of people uh, will do that is they'll use what's called a donor advised fund. And that's a way that you can take things, take certain assets, and donate them into a donor advised fund. So there are some tax advantages to that. I'm not going to unpack all of that today because we've covered that on, on another episode and it would take too long. But that's one way that people actually could support charitable organizations by actually taking some of their investments and repurposing those. For somebody else, it could be that they actually want the specific investments where they might say, I've got got very specific needs here where I want to make sure I don't have certain types of companies in my portfolio, or I want to make sure other types of companies are in the portfolio. Sometimes you know, there are vehicles that can do that, that can do some filtering and matching based off of your value set. Just recognize that that can fit in. There certainly are ways that you can invest your money and have it align with your values. And again, your value could just be, I'm just trying to make money nothing wrong with that right so let's just make sure that that all matches up number five finally um, as far as steps to align your finances regularly review and adjust your financial plan as your life evolves I remember when I first started as a financial planner I remember if somebody wanted a financial plan and they they would go to a financial planner the financial planner would ask them a lot of questions and collect a lot of information then the person would come back in they'd pay a few thousand bucks then they would deliver this nice big binder of paper and it was fancy, right? It was kind of cool. But, you know, you think about it, a financial plan is really only good for that day, right? It it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Because a bunch of stuff is going to change almost immediately, the economy, the world, your life, your priorities. It could be that you examine and, and maybe look at your own situation and make different decisions. And so that's why we do, again, uh, comprehensive financial planning, but we believe that it's financial planning. We don't believe in a financial plan. We believe in financial planning because really it's a process and it's something that is really recognizing that things are constantly changing we need to be able to adapt to that. So again, review, adjust your financial plan as your life evolves, because it will evolve. <laughs> there will be a lot of changes. And a lot of those things are, are things that we can't control. In fact, most things we can't control, but we certainly can go back and adjust to it and making sure that we're being thoughtful in our financial decisions. Finally, I, I just wanted to, again, encourage you Uh to share your own experiences on this. Talk to your family, talk to us. Start to articulate this, whether it's verbally or on paper, journaling, things like that, about your own experiences with making sure that your values and your finances are synced up. Maybe they're bad experiences. That's fine too, because that's a learning process. I would definitely encourage you to, to take some level of action here and, and do some writing, do some thinking, even do some talking, maybe with some of your family, uh, your friends, could be your financial plan, again to make sure that this stuff is all synced up with that i just wanted to thank you thank you once again for your continued support this has been really fulfilling to host the wiser financial advisor uh, very fulfilling my career uh, to be able to act as a certified financial planner to act as your fiduciary for those of you who are clients thank you for your business many of you have been clients since i started as a financial planner many moons ago. So thank you for your business and thank you for uh, anybody you're sending our way. Again, there were some key takeaways today. I did wanna hit on a couple of those. Number one, uh, making sure that your values line up. You may not even know what your values are, but my guess is if you sat down and did some thinking on that or had a financial planner uh, ask you some questions, you can start to hone in on that. Making sure that your finances match up with that. If you've just been winging it up until this point, then you are like most Americans, I can tell you from a lot of conversations. So let's be thoughtful about it and actually put together a plan around that. Also developing a budget, making sure your money is actually going where you, you think it is, where you want it to go with regard to your spending plans, uh, making sure your investments are lined up, of course, and then having to review process, having a way to go back to this stuff and, and making sure that it still syncs up with what you want. So with that, please click subscribe on your favorite podcast service so you get updates from us. Certainly appreciate any feedback that you've got to communications at keystonefinancial.com is the best way to do that. We could be reached at keystonefinancial.com or wiserfinancialadvisor.com. Have a wonderful week and God bless. We love feedback and we'd love it if you would pass it on to me directly at josh at keystonefinancial.com. Also, please stay plugged in with us, get updates on episodes and help us promote the podcast by rating us and also subscribing to us at your favorite podcast service. The opinions voiced in the Wiser Financial Advisor show with host Josh Nelson are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advisory services offered through Keystone Financial Services an SEC Registered Investment Advisor.